the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is our next 100. Today we'll hear from Joy Lowen, CEO of the National Screen Institute and current board member with the Winnipeg Foundation, serving since 2019. I am driven by a desire to support and promote greater representation in stories so Winnipeggers can see a reflection of themselves regardless of race, culture, gender, sexual orientation or abilities, and know they matter. Joy Lowen is a media industry executive with a passion for nurturing the development, production, and promotion of storytellers. She is currently the CEO at the National Screen Institute, a not-for-profit training and mentoring organization that supports creators who change the world through the power of story. Here is Joy Lowen. The first time I saw a reflection of myself on screen was when I watched actress Bernadette Stannis play Thelma in the 1970s television show Good Times. Thelma was black, just like me. She looked like me acted like me, and she too was the only girl in her family sandwiched between brothers. But she lived in the projects in Chicago, and I lived in Steinbeck, Manitoba. Not the typical community for a black girl in the 1970s. My Caribbean parents came to Canada as newlyweds in the late 1960s. Originally, they attended Bible school in southern Alberta, then moved to Steinbach, a rural, predominantly Mennonite town in southeastern Manitoba. There were very few people of color in Steinbach in 1976, so our black skin meant we looked different from everyone else in the population of around 6,000 people. We were the first all-black family, and for many years, I was the only black girl at my school. Which is why a TV show like Good Times rocked my world. Seeing a version of myself on screen connected me to black pop culture and gave me a sense of belonging. Regardless of their form, stories provide a broad platform for myriad voices to be seen and heard. They can remind us of where we come from and inform where we go. To paraphrase author, poet, and spoken word artist Sonia Renee Taylor, through stories, we can stitch a new garment of cultural equity and tolerance and create kinder, more empathetic communities. It's been 45 years since my parents first arrived in Steinbach, and now, in 2021, I proudly call Winnipeg home. I love the diversity reflected by the people who live in this city, but there's more work to be done before that new garment of equity is stitched. In my role as a member of the Winnipeg Foundation Board of Directors and CEO at the National Screen Institute, I am driven by a desire to support and promote greater representation in stories so Winnipeggers can see a reflection of themselves regardless of race, culture, gender, sexual orientation, or abilities, and know they matter. Richard Wagamese, in his book Embers, sees story as the essential ingredient that sustains us and our communities. He writes, In the drape of moonbeams, across a canvas of snow, the lilt of birdsong, the crackle of a fire, the smell of smudge, and the echo of the heartbeats of those around us, our ancestors speak to us, call to us, summon us to the great abiding truth of stories, that simple stories, well told, are the heartbeat of the people, past, present, future. 
As I look ahead 100 years and reflect on ways to deepen the Foundation's vision to be a place where community life flourishes for all, I believe we must listen to the precious voices whose stories matter so deeply. Stories are so much more than words on a page or an oral retelling. They give us a sense of where we belong and build the bridges that allow us to live in harmony as one beating heart. As podcaster George the Poet says, Everything you know is a story. So let's nurture them together and work towards a culturally equitable future for our city and the rest of the world. My name is Joy Lowen, and that is my vision for Winnipeg for the next 100 years. Thanks, Joy. What opportunities can open up when BIPOC communities feel represented and like they belong? I think we get cultural equity. I think that we become more, um, we live in harmony because we understand more. There's less questions, there's less concerns, alarm about what someone who does things differently might be doing or saying. And it is through stories that we create those door openers to start conversations, to start different initiatives and programs, which lead, which brings about community connection. And even if you don't necessarily want to belong, knowing that you are uh, a member of a community and that those in your community uh, recognize you for who you are, what you do, what you bring to the table, what you prefer not to do. I think that those are, that's what stories have an opportunity to, to showcase. And what does nurturing stories together look like? For me, it's very much uh, embedded in the mandate of organizations like the National Screen Institute. It looks like individuals supporting the storytellers as they boldly, courageously share that which is in them to share. Um, and um, we need to be mindful that not everyone has the courage to share. They may want to, but they may not have the courage or the connection. So helping to support, to provide initiatives which embrace, welcome, invite uh, storytellers to, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, if you were to write a short story, what would it be about and why? And that be the the, like I say, the door opener, the, the bridge to people learning a little bit more about uh, something that they likely didn't know or they begin to understand it in a, in a new and different way. So for me, it very much looks like supporting storytellers and whether that's professionally or, or just, you know, for the fun of it, hobbyists, it's important to encourage those stories to to come out. Well, thank you so much, Joy, for sharing your vision with us today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for asking. Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from Our Next 100, or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening. Thank you.